Scott, SJWealthfire.com. Final Days Report, episode 229. Live forever, immortality. This is the next elite push. And it is claimed by some heavy hitters they're seven years from this technology. And our news ministry's point of view is they're 30 to 50 years ahead of what they're telling us. You got to peel back the onion. This is a new article. Seven years. Seven years is 2030. The elite are burning everything down to bring in this beast system with smart cities, poisoning the land to move you to smart cities, launching pandemics to poison poke you with an operating system, destroying the banks to bring in a central bank. This is their playbook, my friends. 2030 is where they're moving towards the theater of World War III. We just actually did a V-cast on that. But this is from a heavy header. Ray Kurzweil, humans are on track to achieve immortality in seven years, Futurist says. And folks, we've covered this. If you follow our news ministry, this technology, and again, our point of view is the fourth beast system, this end of days, one world government beast system is technology. It's artificial intelligence. It's artificial intelligence, transhumanism, biohacking you, taking away your free will, tying you up to the hive mind. Let's read. This is going to be Lucifer's trick um, saying that you can live forever by combining synthetic biology with regenerative medicine. The engineering of cells and organisms offers potential avenues for applications in tissue engineering, bioprocessing, biomaterial and scaffold development, stem cell therapies and even gene therapies. This is about self-replication of cells, regenerating. And we've covered articles about creation of life. We're dealing with mad, mad scientists. But let's play our favorite, Noah Harari, the futurist shill for the globalist satanic elite. He's all over this. Immortality is the next big thing out of Silicon Valley. You say that the, the latest human quest is immortality and divinity. We're all trying to be superhumans. Is, is that actually happening? Yes, in places like Silicon Valley. Uh, equality is out, but immortality is in. Everybody's talking about immortality. Uh, Google has just established two or three years ago a subcompany called Calico, whose stated aim is to solve the problem of death. We've solved search, now we'll solve death. And they are not the only ones. And basically they are saying death is not some metaphysical phenomenon. We don't have to wait for the second coming of Christ in order to solve it. Uh, a couple of geeks in the laboratory can do it. Are they doing it? Yeah, they are investing billions in that. Uh, not only them, but all over the world. Basically, there are three ways. You can use biological engineering to change the, the, the human body, to speed up natural selection. You can use cyborg engineering, which is combining organic with inorganic parts. And you can create completely inorganic life forms. It will be the, not only the greatest revolution in history, it will be the greatest revolution in biology ever. Will we still be human? Not in the sense that we understand humanity today. You say there will be a great revolution in this century to overcome death. Is death really just a technical problem we can it's overcome? It's a technical problem in the sense that for most of history, people thought that death was a kind of metaphysical problem. We die because God said so, or because the universe said so, and the only way to overcome death. And you had a lot of epics and mythologies about people trying to overcome death. And the way to do it was by some kind of great metaphysical gesture, like uh, you have the Epic of Gilgamesh from thousands of years ago about the great hero Gilgamesh who goes to on, on a search 
for how to overcome death. And you have, you know, the basic mythology, for instance, of Christianity that tells you the, the, the solution to death is Christ. You believe in Christ and Christ will uh, overcome death for you. And now you have the scientific establishment and more and more private corporations saying, no, death is not a metaphysical problem, it's a technical problem in the sense that people don't die because God said so. People always die because of a technical problem in their body, like the heart stops pumping blood and you die. And every technical solution has a technical, every technical problem has in principle a technical solution. We can give you a medicine, we can give an electric shock to the, to the heart, we can replace the heart and give you a new heart we took from somebody else. We can even maybe in the future create an artificial bionic heart and replace your organic heart. You say there is a new religion trying, you call it dataism. Will you be able to find enough believers? Oh, this is the beast system, my friend. They are finding billions of believers uh, already today. I mean, the, the basic belief of this new religion is that algorithms know better than humans. And in more and more fields, that, I mean, if, again, if you collect enough data and you have enough computing power, you can build algorithms that can decide for us on things like what to eat, where to drive, what to study, whom to marry, uh, where, to, where to work, and all kinds of things like that. And it's succeeding. So at first, this new religion is a good deal for humanity? Yes. I mean, you see that people are giving up, are trusting these algorithms in more and more fields. So, you know, it starts with things like uh, many people today lost the ability to navigate around the city because they just have a smartphone. You want to get from here to the central bus station or to the central train station. So you just follow whatever the smartphone is saying and you lose the ability to find your own way around space. Now, I'm not saying it's all bad. There are wonderful things coming out of, 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 this, of these new abilities. Uh, but when you look at the big picture, what you see is a shift in authority from humans, from human feelings, from uh, uh, human intuition to the calculations of big data algorithms. Can anyone stop this race into the unknown? I don't think we can stop technological progress in a broad field like the Internet of Things or like artificial intelligence. You can stop particular projects or particular inventions, but you can't, you can't stop an entire field. And um, however, it doesn't mean that technology is deterministic. You can use the same technology for very different purposes. Um, so I think the key question shouldn't be whether to stop all research in the Internet of Things. The key question is how to direct research in this field towards more responsible and, and beneficial goals. For example... You know, it's funny. You think about Google feeding you content of where they want to program you. You honestly trust this wicked technology, this mind controlism technology, live forever technology. And I was thinking about this. If a loved one was dying and a doctor came to me and said, hey, we can change their DNA. We can give them nanotech, but it separates them from God. It hijacks their brain. The next VCAS I'm going to do 
and five mind controllism technologies. I found a new one. It's called Fungus. And I'm going to show a video where this gentleman has had some ailments and they put in these nanowires in his brain and he's able to check his email. Folks, they don't need Elon Musk's chip. He's literally, via thought, sending emails, not even typing anything. And you think about it, he has a medical issue, but they're going to allow this technology for everyone. And if he can communicate out, they can communicate in. And then when do you lose your thoughts? When do you lose your free will and your connection to God? Because at the end of the day, this is all a soul trap. That's what this is all about, my friends. So live forever. This is going to be Satan's great lie. High IQ, live forever. But folks, it's a free will soul trap. And it reminds me of Revelation 9. Revelation 9 is about plagues. And again, this is end of, day, end of days news ministry. I had a dream. Revelation 9 is in play. And when you read the seals, the trumpets, and the vials or bowls, you read them all as separate stories. They converge as one at the end. So the timeline didn't make sense to me. But really, trumpet 5 and even trumpet, trumpet 6, when you really read further down within the chapter, they're about plagues. And I'm sure there might be some wars involved in this as well. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. That sounds exactly what Noah is talking about. And I bet you with the plague, they're going to come out with some sort of nanotech, mRNA, gene defilement, tie you up to the hive mind, Internet of Things. Again, that fourth beast system we always talk about. And then all of a sudden you just can't die. (laughs) Maybe you'll self-heal. Who knows? Or you'll be trapped in meta. You can smell. You can absolutely smell this, my friends. And ultimately, they want you in a pod. Remember that article we did? They want you to actually power 6G. Cyborgs in pods. If you're just listening to a podcast, I have this real skinny dude with some head goggles on in this little space. You know, some artists drew this up, but it reminds me of what their goal is. And again, this fits Revelation 18. We've talked about this often. But it's been a while since I've read it on how the rich men of this world hoodwinked all of us to take their pharmacia. And the candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, think Bill Gates, for for by their sorceries, sorceries means pharmacia, were all nations deceived. They're going to be rolling the next one out and the next one out and the next one out and jacking you and jacking you and gene defiling you as the days of Noah with this gene corruption, my friends. If you've taken this poison poke, I tell people, pray, get on your hands and knees, repent, make sure that you're saved. And, um, you know, God created you. I pray that he can actually save you. And I've had a lot of emails about the banking crisis. I've talked a little bit about it in previous podcasts, but have not focused solely on it. But you just see everything converging, everything. They're trying to create a famine. That's why they're trying to shut down 3,000 farms in Holland. Pestilence, right? There's evidence there. And there was another exercise that just recently happened. And within this pandemic exercise, they're talking 2025. Bill Gates said we need to be ready for the next one. Giving all of our rights over to the WHO for centralized policy. We're seeing war. Some, you know, seal two, seal four, poisoning the air, the food, the products, all these derailments and whatever they're dumping on us. 
I think they're going to be taking out the grid in and out with this war. And I think the war is theater. You know, I'm sure there's some real parts of it. Deaths will be real to us, but it's, 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 they're putting it together for this one world government, my friends. I think the leaders are all on one same team. I've always said we're poking the bear 70%, 30%. This is theater. You know, I definitely think we're poking the bear and there might be factions within this one world government. But folks, there's an, there's an agenda. I think people have signed up to play on the same team for this one world government. So they've got to take a lot of us out. Destroying the banks, the ultimate goal is to nationalize the banks for this one centralized bank. That's why they, they've actually built the exchange that they're going to launch in, I think, in July. The name escapes me. But when 2008, when there was a collapse, you know, years later, I met a gentleman. I, I worked with him. He worked in the banking industry, and he was told to standardize processes between other banks. 2008 crash was... Was, was meant to consolidate the banks and then really consolidate the operating procedures, these, the ways of working, so that ultimately one day the central bank can just nationalize these banks and take it all over with their digital currency. And I knew this, and I've, I've read it before, I don't think I've ever covered it. This central bank digital currency, not only is it a program of voucher, voucher that will be geolocated, maybe says you can't actually spend your money outside of a said location, but it also probably will have timestamps. You need to spend this money in this amount of time. And you know they probably won't let you purchase food from an organic farmer. You probably have to use their gene defilement mRNA technology that they jacked up the chickens with. I mean, this is just wicked. It's wicked evil. But it's all converging, my friends. But the good news is all of this is in the book. It's all described. So again, I suggest prepare. Prepare spiritually. Prepare. Make sure you have seeds. And then Trump's arrest, personally, I think it's big-time wrestling. I'm working on a, a podcast of the good Trump has done, and then the evil, the evil of this gene defilement nanotech, Project Warp Speed. But he also signed a flu vaccine executive order that gives the power to Big Pharma for nanotech and gene defilement in the flu vaccine. This is as the days of Noah, my friends. Put your faith above, not in men. Well, have a blessed Sunday, and thank you for your prayers. God bless.